Hey, welcome to the Race to Alaska podcast, The Daily Fix. My name is Daniel Evans, race boss for Race to Alaska. Let's get at it. Hey, I'm with uh, Jake Beattie Riverside in Ketchikan. Uh, Jake Beattie is the creator of the Race to Alaska and one of the co-founders. It came out of his brain under a beer tent. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about... uh, We're going to do a a recap of all the teams, where they're at, uh, their odds. (laughs) Their odds. (laughs) Where the smart money's at for Vegas. That's right. So it looks like we got people coming in today. It's that turns into a second race, right, with Catch Me If You Can and West Coast Wild Ones. You know, Catch Me If You Can has been steadily increasing the gap. Earlier today, they were really close together, and West Coast Wild Ones are doing like four in Dixon entrance, and yep. Catch Me If You Can was doing like one, and now I think that has switched. And yeah. Catch Me If You Can has taken a different, the eastern approach, and I think is the lead is increasing. Yeah, my money's on Catch Me If You Can. And they're the ones who want the buyback. Yeah. they did when they started. We'll see if they've grown uh, attached <laughs> to their boat. I'm going to guess not. Yeah, probably not. I'm thinking boat divorce. Can you imagine hanging your butt out in the water, one, one foot above the water for all that time? Wait, so I, when I, have you replayed their tracker? They don't look like they sleep all that much. I know, that's true. I saw them pull in once, maybe twice, mm-hmm. for not very long. Yeah, I think they ditched that idea pretty early on. Sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> At least. That's, that's kind of like us. <laughs> yeah, right, I know. <laughs> All right, and then we got that kind of second pack, which is starting to stretch out. The second pack of one, three and a half Aussies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> second, stretching out. They're stretching They're out. They're stretching out. Sorry. That's right. right. Okay, so three and a half Aussies. Their boat name is hilarious. It's Paterbodactyl, like pterodactyl, yeah, yeah, yeah. but turbo in the middle. Yeah. I don't know why I like it so much. I like it a lot. I kind of wish they went with that team name. Yeah, that would have been way better. Yeah. Even though three and a half Aussies makes you wonder. Yeah, what's the story? Is it a midget? <laughs> Let's edit that out. No way. We're totally keeping that one. All right. And then down there, down there, more group drop. Triceratops, Willpower, PT Watercraft, Away Team. Come on. Wait. Where's Discovery? Roger Man. Yeah. Where's Roger Man? He's got to be behind PT Watercraft. Right. He's, is, is, he, is he duking it out with the North to Alaska guys? Is he sleeping North to Alaska? He is. So I wonder if that drag race is over. Uh, with PT Watercraft? Yeah. It appears to be. Yeah. Unless there's, like, Roger Mann has a nitrous system on board. He might. He is Roger Mann. I mean, he's probably, what, 20 miles behind at this point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty far, yeah, it's pretty far behind. Have yeah. you been tracking, so what day are we on? We're on day seven? Yes. So day seven, I think uh, the, the solo record is 14, 13 days and change, right? Yeah, right. And so it looks like oh my goodness. Russell Brown and PT Watercraft is well poised, well poised to smash that by days. I was just talking with Ashlyn the other day, you know, Russell's wife, and she thought that he would be in if everything went well by Tuesday. I like that she's calling it. That's Dinksy right there. <laughs> Look at the ovaries on her. She's, she's, I mean, she wants to go cruising. That's the next plan. So she wants gonna, to go, She's going to fly up and they're going to go cruising? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, they're going to head out to Hideaway. I mean, I was, I was talking to the Bad Kitty, like the top three folks, Bad yeah. Kitty, Freebird, and Roderna, and I was, we were all kind of laughing because the... It's a 750-mile race, but then sort of like the mumble mouth part is that it's also 750 miles to get home. Yeah, so yeah, it's, right. <laughs> it's, it's like a 1,500-mile thing that you got to do. Right. And Catch no one thinks about the la- the back end, right, because they're all focused on the race. Oh, completely. <laughs> I had a team walk up to me the, the day before the race started, and they asked me um, if I knew of any way to get a boat back from Ketchikan. <laughs> <laughs> These are our people. I, know. I love that you're really focused on the race yeah. and getting there. 
right. Oh, Global's going offshore. Fantastic. Trying some strategy. I think that would be a wet boat to go offshore. So I guess it's pretty. It's pretty. Oh, it's a downwinder where they're at. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. They're going do it, into Hecate Strait, which can be gross. But if they're going down, I think that'll be slippery. That boat's so yeah, narrow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. They might actually get some really good speed on for that. And they're doing almost six knots now. Yeah, that could actually be a game changer. They're gonna miss out on the buyback. They're gonna have to sail that thing all the way south because they're not gonna be able to trailer it. Yeah, they're making uh, her, their dad sail it south. Oh, he totally wants to do it. That's yeah. The entire reason he probably got him to do the race in the first place. Yeah, probably. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and there's Heart of Gold. My God, I, I can't believe. I mean, he made it around Cape Caution. That was like a big turning point for me. I know. He's he's on the home stretch. Yeah, yeah. He's, At this point, it's not. I mean, as long as repetitive injuries. Right. And, like, that is, to me, on that boat, that team, is that's the big, for me now, because he's done most of the big crossings. I don't know that Carl gets fatigued, though. I know. I don't think he does. I, I, I've tried to explain Carl to myself, and I can't quite. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. But, I, you know, I think, you know, he has a strategy for the whole stretch, so I know he has a strategy for Dixon Entrance. So I think you're right. As long as there's no injury that comes up because of the, all the paddling, I don't think it's going to be a problem for him at all. I mean, I think he's a huge hope for the stand-up paddleboard community for really blowing the doors off of awareness oh. for what. And also, because yeah. I've met his child, I think the human race has a chance. <laughs> Here's a cool one. His sistership. I mean, I don't know if you recall, but sistership was second from last two days ago. And was it two days ago? It's close to two days ago. And they are, they've passed like ten boats. They mowed down that kayaker and that rowboat. <laughs> And uh, oh, well, there's uh, the Dart. The Dart. That's a fast boat. Yeah, the Is French a- French team passed them up. French team. I like them. They got nothing to prove. They got their berets on. They're rowing. They like hanging out. Yeah, you know what's funny is I talked to them the other day and and in which language? Then uh, the only one that I know. Okay. Like, yeah. Obscenity. <laughs> Have you heard me? Yeah. Try? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know Matthew from last year was there mentor and how to prepare for the race this year you know what he told him no he said don't you worry it's a light wind race just prepare for a light wind race oh my god so that's what they were prepared for i like that he thought matthew thought that was going to be like forever i know it's just for, a light wind race right like every year they were a little shell shocked <laughs> the shock to shell oh, nicely done thank you yeah i minored in something else <laughs> so yeah it's rush away with them and viz reporter and rod price Adventure, all of them kind of in Johnson Strait making their way. But they made it through. Like they, yeah. all the small boats. I mean, a lot of that pack of small boats has made it through the gnarly patch. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else looks like they're tucked in. Oracle's been pretty impressive. Make it so, still going for it. That's great. For, it, for a while, I thought they might have been packing it in. Yeah, I thought so too. But no, they're. Um, I mean, they're kind of catching up. Well, they, that Prindle nineteen is 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 much faster than many of the other boats they're catching up to so maybe their plan was to just feel cool by passing everyone oh yes catch the glory by that no, <laughs> no you can't take the wind just look really cool by just doosh, doosh, doosh. Yeah. yeah yeah maybe they'll get like you know, the first number of most passes maybe there's an award for that we haven't thought of yet <laughs> and gar made it through gar look made it through he went through at 12 today i know he told me he was going through he's very excited about it and so i, I like that he's keeping on and have you heard from the Stoke Boys? You talked to them, right? Yeah, I talked to them yesterday, and we talked a little bit about it in the podcast. But their uh, their their spirits are up, though they got some recurring injury stuff, repetitive know. injury stuff that's happening. 
Um, and you, so they're playing it day by day. Have you noticed that Luke only has one facial expression? Stoked? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, hang loose, she's throwing a shaka. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's, like, totally game on. I mean, I kind of think that's who he is. He just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hang, hanging in, who is still our potential final finisher, is uh, John, uh, Team Adventure 2. Yeah, he's, how's his cold? That's, he was you know, worried about it when he left Victoria. I had a chance to talk to him on the phone uh, earlier today, and so I think I'll just play that now. Hello, John. Yeah, hi. Hey, this is Daniel Evans. Yeah, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty well, too. I'm still sick, and that's uh, frustrated my progress. But other than that, I'm, I'm, um, I'm having a wonderful experience. I was wondering if there was anything that stands out for you in the last, you know, bunch of days since the race started. Well, I, I, I've just enjoyed my time here. Um, you know, it, it has me scared sometimes, but I've enjoyed, you know, rowing with the seals and seeing the eagles and watching the snow-covered mountains. And, um, you know, the vistas are beautiful, and I, I'm just proud to be here. What do you think, you know, given given your sickness, is your goal still Ketchikan? My goal is up in the air. Ketchikan would be wonderful. Where I am right now, you know, I'm at Comox, and I've got two days of medicine left. You know, there's no sense to go much further. Uh, That said, um, at the end of two days, if my chest is healed, I'm going as far as I can. Um, I want to be part of this experience. Well, my friend, you are already part of this experience for sure. Uh, doing what you're doing is hard enough without uh, bronchitis. But it's an honor to be part of this race. It's an honor to be part of this crew. You know, I've landed in three marinas, okay? Every marina, somebody has dropped a note asking me if I need a place to stay. Can you believe that? Every marina. Yes. Yes. That's phenomenal. And then when uh, when I was at the last marina, well, somebody sent me a care package. It was incredible, and oh, and God. just out of the blue, it's the beautiful people. It's incredible, and um, you know, and it started with you guys. So um, I'm totally blessed, and um, I'm disappointed. But I am who I am, and, um, you know, I have an opportunity to live and and see things I've never seen before. So what more could I ask? It sounds like you're saying somewhat what I feel, which is like there's there's really no losers in this race. There's no losers in in society. We're all in it together, and... um, and I admire the fortitude of those that have gone forward. They're, they're big, strong people, and they need to uh, they, they need to be honored in, in, in their fortitude. And um, 
they have my complete admiration. I, I, I don't feel like a loser. I feel like I'm amongst a bunch of winners. And I'm okay with that. And I've met people that are wonderful that I would have never met any other way. So what what can what more can you ask? What I've been given so far is incredible. Well, that was really interesting. I know, isn't that good? <laughs> I know. He's gonna so he'll hang out two days in Comox, see if that cold blows through, and keep going. But what I love blows I'm, through. That's a great. That's like, like, yeah, good cold double entendre yeah. there. Good. What I love about what he said actually was that that he doesn't he doesn't feel like he's losing anything. That's awesome. Yeah, he feels honored to be part of this pack of Race to Alaska's. And I still can't believe that every marina he's stopped at there's been a note left on his boat offering to give him housing for the night. And please pay your mortgage bill. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that is really sweet. I that's one of my favorite parts of this whole race is the community that builds around it. Whether well, so the community of the racers and the community of the people on the tracker side of things, and then the people that are lucky enough to live in this race route and come out and hang out in casual and not-so-casual ways. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. conjugal ways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, y'all, that's uh, that's what we got for today. We got, we're got we going to the block party that's happening later Woo! today. Oh, yeah, Catch Can's throwing a block party for Race to Alaska today. I'm putting on my Luke face. Ah. Well, yeah, we're awesome, dude. That's awesome. All right, we'll see you awesome dudes later. You can follow it all at r2ak.com. This is Daniel Evans, race boss for Race to Alaska.